rescue op, save the dinosaurs from an island that's about to explode. What could go wrong? Jurassic World by Minute Time. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And in this episode we're discussing Minute 21 of Fallen Kingdom. Before we get to that, David, heading over to Jurassic-pedia.com, we got another oldie, oldie here by Trinosaur TJ. Um, a full, pretty much character breakdown for Eric Kirby. Uh, <laughs> everyone's favourite uh, character from Jurassic franchise. The main reason I wanted to discuss this is uh, just recently you've picked up the Jurassic Park 3 Survivor novel, which uh, goes into depth with a lot of uh, Eric's backstory and a lot of how he survived on the island. We would have brought this up back when we doing Jurassic Park for a minute, but I just thought it'd be good to look back upon it now. I'll be honest, I did. I have not actually read it. I read other pictures. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, the contents of the novel, it's, it's pretty much considered to be soft canon. There's nothing in it that contradicts anything we see in the film itself. There's, there's some... World building on Sauna, going to find these uh, these safe houses or what have you that are on the island, sort of bunkers that are in place for engine personnel if they ever get into trouble, out away from the main compounds and that. Um, Eric trying to communicate. I'm pretty sure we do get the T-Rex P incident in there as well. Um, I'd have to... I'm sure that'd be in this article as well. I haven't written or read all the way through it, and I'm not going to start now <laughs> because we know how that goes. So, yeah, I just, it's just a, a good little uh, backstory on Eric. And uh, for those of you that love sauna like I do, um, just another reason to explore more of it since we don't get to touch on it <laughs> in the new films. I think some of the extra buildings that Eric ends up finding in the novel are based on some of the earlier script buildings that we kind of get littered around the island. For example, at one point there's going to be a, what is that, a large, like a greenhouse chase with raptors. Mm -hmm. And there was also going to be a um, chase on dirt bikes or something like that, or ATVs or something that they find in an old garage on the island somewhere. And there's just kind of the, all these little, uh, kind of little um, buildings dotted around the island that they randomly come across that they ended up cutting a lot of in the final film. Yeah, even, even well, we, again, we talked about there, the, the, the planned overnight stay in the Embarrox administration building um, instead of going and leaving straight away and getting chased out by raptors. The, the novel does cover Eric uh, sort of fortifying himself in the building, uh, in an office and occupying his time uh, by looking at blueprints, maps of the island, uh, manuals for the laboratory and all sorts of other things. So we could have had a definitive sauna map with um, an actual in-gen layout map or something as a prop from uh, Jurassic Park 3. Had they uh, had they gone down a different path and had a bit more time to uh, to make the film, but anyway, that's um, that's in the past. <laughs> There's just so much that should have just been left in the film just to pad it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could easily have just left all the deleted scenes in there, left all the uh, filmed, all, finished all the cut uh, scenes that you planned, 
and just pad it out to a nice even half hour or hour and a, or I'm sorry, nice even two hours. Mm. And there's your movie. I mean, the movie kind of was kind of just like a random side adventure anyway. So, I mean, pad away, you know. <laughs> yeah, I still look at the concept art for the um, the boat coming into Indian Harbour, and you got all those other boats just the boat graveyard, mm-hmm. and you realise how many other people have come to the island and haven't left. Well, I think a part of what happened was with Johnson and Rosengrant coming in and changing the raptor designs last minute and some of the other dinosaur designs with ILM, you kind of just ended up um, blowing the budget there instead of having it, being able to use it actually in production. Mm. So anyway, that's enough about Eric Kirby. <laughs> Eric Kirby, <laughs> uh, if, uh, if you are a fan of the character, uh, you head over to drastifpedia.com for uh, the full write-up here. Um, there's, there's other characters as well, so... Uh, Pick your character, go over and have a bit of a read and uh, have a look at their backstory and their, uh, their role in the franchise. Mm-hmm. Blue is alive. Jesus, Claire. You raised her, Owen. You, you spent years of your life working with her. You're just going to let her die? Well, yeah. All right, Dave, we're in again in minute 21 of Fallen Kingdom. I am. All right, minute 21 of Fallen Kingdom opens with a long pause. Ends with Baby Blue getting her siblings into line. Uh, as we start minute 21, we get uh, the response from Owen uh, if he wants to sit back and just let Blue die, and that's that's the right answer. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he knows she's too dangerous to be let out in the world. <laughs> there's there's no way uh, she should be getting off the island. But uh, Claire's a bit taken back by the answer, and so says, uh, "You're not as bad a man as you think you are." And then Owen jokes back, he should write fortune cookies. <laughs> so, again, she, he's not taking it serious here. Um, just joking, joking back to her. But uh, Claire sees that she's not getting a straight answer out of him and uh, makes the leave before telling him there's a charter flight leaving tomorrow morning. You're on a manifest, I just wanted to let you know. Obviously, there's only one airport or runway in town, so he knows exactly where to go and what time <laughs> that plane's going to be leaving for him to uh, get there next minute. But... Uh, as uh, Claire leaves, we get a long zoom in on Owen as he's thinking, and, uh, and then takes another drink of that non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> and that's the uh, that's the bar scene done. I uh, don't think there's much more to add add to it. We pretty much covered it all last minute. It's just a shame now. Here we've spent two minutes on the bar with them just bickering back and forth, and that minute forty-two's the it's the mark. That's that's when we're on the Arcadia in the back of the ships closing up. We're leaving Nublar. The, it's only 20 minutes away. <laughs> we're going to have less than 20 minutes on Nublo, and it's just... Oh, we're taking up time doing all this other stuff that I just don't really care about. This is a very front-heavy movie, which I think was kind of because there was some criticism from the last movie that they just got things started too fast. Mm. So... Yeah. They, kind of, they kind of leave a lot were where it's more set up in this movie yep but uh we cut tonight and no one's unbuilt cabin uh, as we see his rv uh, there's a fire going outside he's obviously been outside around the fire for a little bit before he's gone indoors and uh we can hear the squeak and squawks of baby blue and Owen talking to her uh, via video we do cut to that video uh the baby wrapped a pack in a nursery type room which i remember when 
stills of this set going out before Fallen Kings was released had fans speculating that we're getting the original visitor centre back more so just because of that mural on the wall the way the wall's painted up in that green yeah green sort of glass colour. I do like that something that we get during the fir- the opening uh, pan down is that you for a brief second a shooting star bla- flashes across the sky. Which that's is kind of one Spielberg of those uh, <laughs> Exactly. I was gonna say that's one of the many Spielberg tributes that you we have in this movie. I completely missed it. I don't even see that. <laughs> it's like for one frame. You just kind of, it yeah. shoots along the top of the tree line. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, there was a little speculation that uh, the Brett Hole, I know they call it the Delta Squad, the Ibris Project was taking part. Maybe the Raptors were being bred in the old visitor centre. Um, mm-hmm. This this isn't an old visitor centre. The floor's too new. Uh, they've obviously reused the same sort of wall motif with that uh, mm-hmm. that green frosted glass with the with the jungle painted on it. But um, well, again, a callback. What we're seeing here for the first time that was present in the novel is the Raptor Nursery. It's mm. a bit dirtier than um, the kind of clean uh, carpeted area in the novel. This it looks like they have leaf litter all over the place, which I suppose is t- to give the babies a kind of more natural feel to this area. But yeah, it's actually pretty reminiscent of the kind of nursery areas you'll see in zoo settings, where you have like that uh, jungly mural on one side, fake trees popping out of the walls, and leaf litter across the ground. Yeah, well, it's something we don't really get in the films. We we um the only juveniles we see in Jurassic World was the petting zoo, and going forward, the only juveniles we're going to see are in cages. So <laughs> it's um it's something we've needed to see, and unfortunately, it's just a little snippet here in a video to uh, to reference that first novel. But while uh, while Owen's watching the video, we can see Delta Echo and Charlie sort of running wild around the room. He does have a comment: "What what do you guys eat? They're bouncing off the walls today." Well, I mean, they are babies. That reminds me of my puppy. She gets the zoomies. <laughs> the other night, yeah. she uh, zoomied her face right into the screen door. <laughs> <laughs> About eight o'clock at night, I let her out, and she runs, does a big circle around the yard, and then comes back and runs, bam, right into the door. <laughs> I mean, and she kind of uh, falls back with a little yelp, and I'm thinking, Aww. I know it's... I know I shouldn't laugh, but that was funny. <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, and she'll never do it again. <laughs> mm. But uh, Owen, Owen sort of yells at the the kids here, and uh, Blue snaps at their uh, siblings, and they all snap to attention, uh, showing early signs of leadership here as a juvenile. But um, we don't see Owen's reaction to that until next minute. Dave, anything else on the Ibris, the, the baby the baby raptors, <laughs> or anything yeah. else on this minute? Yeah, I think we're good. All right, uh, over at the novel, over in the novel comparison, there, over in the novel comparisons, we uh, it all happens exactly the same as what we see here in the film, so nothing more to add to that. Mm-hmm. So another quick one. Owen's watching this video, reminiscing. Next minute, he's going to make his decision and. Uh, we're going to get to the plane, finally. <laughs> finally, the flight to Nublar. <laughs> but, uh, yep. Dave, that's it. We'll get out of it a week. All right, sounds good.